0: Welcome to Beat the Often Path. I'm your host, Ross Palmer. On this show, I interview people with highly unusual and creative success stories. Unusual times call for unusual stories, and I hope to inspire you by expanding your horizon and opening you up to different ways of succeeding and making money in this crazy world that's changing day by day. And hey, if it doesn't give you any ideas, well, maybe I'll just selfishly keep them all for myself. So what do you think about that? Today, my guest is Marwan Talili, a music industry entrepreneur who, at a young age, began a massive hits, including Lost Frequencies, Are You With Me?, and many more. We first got to know each other working for Armin van Buren's Armada Music in Amsterdam, and he's since gone on to a r for some of the biggest record labels on the planet. Now he's the owner of his own highly successful independent operation, but I'll let him tell you all about it. Obviously, we hit it off right away. We're both rather unusual people, and we've been great friends ever since. In this interview, he shares his tips for success in the competitive music industry, ways of earning income that you might not have thought of, and he has some advice for people just getting started in the business side of music that I think you're really going to want to hear. So, hope you enjoy. Here's Marwin Talili. Who is a music entrepreneur
1: and a crazy dude who I've known for a very long time since we used to work at Armada Music together in Amsterdam some years back. Um, But, Marwin, tell us a little bit about what do you do? What's your career? Um, so uh,
2: part-time is uh, laying in bed, as you can see. <laughs> <That's> very important. <laughs> uh, no, I started, I started as, um, well, actually I'm a school quitter. That's uh, that's an important one, I would say. Uh, so when I was 17, I started working in my dad's restaurant. Um, then- A very good I had, restaurant, I
1: might add delicious food. Uh, Thank you. (laughs) Um,
2: I had a love for music, but I never had an idea you could be a music without having any talent at all uh, Mm -hmm. on on, like music. Like I don't play instruments. I don't sing. I, you know, I can't even hit a note with my voice. You've heard me sing. It's not good. Um, And yeah, then I, by accident, rolled into uh, the music industry uh, as a mm-hmm. junior A&R for Armada Music. Yep. Uh, and that went pretty well. Yep. Um, um, and then, yeah, I worked there for three years, then I moved on, uh, went to Atlantic, in the UK. Um, um, well, I already had my own company, so I started as, a, I did it as a consultancy job. And then after two years of Atlantic, I started my own label again. Uh, which is under the Sony uh, flagship.
1: And what's, what's your label called? What's your new project called?
2: So the label is currently called Boy from the Beach, but we're uh, actually going to restructure things a bit okay. and, and uh, move things around. And I, I feel like it's time for a more serious note. Hmm. Uh, so, you know, we started a publishing company, mm-hmm. uh, which is called Maison Riche, uh, and the label is also going to be under that umbrella.
1: Nice. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay, Premiere. Well, Premier. <laughs> no <one laughs> <knows yet. laughs> Only the fanciest. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, I disagree that you don't have uh, talent. I think you have a strong talent for picking music. I think you have a really, really natural talent for finding artists, finding songs, and knowing what's going to be a hit and what's not. Well
2: thank you very much. Well, I've also had flops.
1: Most yeah.
2: ARs don't don't, don't <laughs> yeah, say well, that,
1: but <laughs> as long as it balances out right. As, as long, long as, as they're so net much, profitable. As long
2: as you can make a profit. <laughs> it it yeah. doesn't
1: really matter. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. everybody has flops. Um so you know, you've obviously been able to make a living doing what um what you love to do. And you have your own company. So, yeah, so basically the idea of this, this podcast is just people who have unusual success stories or people who have made money in random or unusual ways, creative ways. So that I think you definitely qualify for. Um, Well,
2: are we here to talk about my career as a stripper or music?
1: Whichever you think is more profitable.
2: <laughs> Definitely music. People oh, usually okay. pay me to keep my
1: clothes yeah, on. Yeah, people <laughs> pay you to keep them on. I have no doubt about that. <laughs> so, you know, for for people who are trying to get into the to the music business or what, what obviously you started you said as a junior A and R you started was it unpaid that you started i can't remember if you were unpaid. no it
2: was paid it was paid because by law you can't like not pay someone you know that's that's kind of slavery you know even even as an internship you have to pay someone yeah um but uh, i started on like 300 euros a month for a full-time job uh which was like the bare minimum for a 17 i just and then I just turned 18 year old, you know, so yeah. uh, when I was hired, I was 17. And when I actually started working, I, I just became 18. Yeah. So I worked as a bare minimum. And it's also very unusual to start your career as an a and Most people would like to try and get a job in, uh, let's say, social media or marketing or product management and then try and move their way up as an A&R. Yeah. Uh, so I was kind of lucky uh, that I didn't have a resume yeah. <laughs> uh, sure. and that was the only option. Um, so, yeah.
1: Sure. Yeah. So, I mean, you, you always struck me as somebody who had a vision for where you wanted to go. I think you've always had a sort of five-year plan that you've been thinking about in your mind. Did all of that go according to plan? So you started as a junior in or you were very patient from what I remember.
2: Uh, I'm patient, but I'm also impatient uh, because obviously I left after three years because I was like, yeah, fuck this, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm going to do my own thing. Um, My plan was always to have my own company because I wanted to build up something for myself. And, you know, I don't mind building it with people, but I don't like uh, working... having success for someone else while not profiting from it, you know, like, um, so, uh, yeah, I was at Armada for three years and because I had success, um, I said, Hey, what about my future? And yeah, that didn't go down. Well, you, you, I obviously told you and, um, you know, for me, the choice was very simple. Like, yeah, I might have to, you know, I, I'm having a great time here. I'm getting a, I have a permanent job. You have a permanent contract. I don't know if that's the same in the U.S., but in Holland, no. it means if they <laughs> fire no you.
1: Yeah,
2: in Holland, it means if they fire you, you they, they have to pay you a month's salary for every year that you worked at the company. Yeah. And you're just really unlikely to be fired and it's really easy to buy a house with a permanent contract. But my salary was really bad for the amount of money that I earned for a company. For my age, when I was 21, that's when I left, I was earning uh, 2,500 euros a month. Uh,
1: uh, And meanwhile, you're generating millions in revenue.
2: I was generating millions.
1: By picking some major, what are some of the biggest hits that you had in that time?
2: So, uh, Are You With Me was by far the biggest. So, yeah, you
1: discovered Lost Frequencies, yeah. we can say yeah. that, I think, right? Yeah. You found and Lost then, Frequencies and some Yeah, others.
2: Yeah, on SoundCloud. And then oh, yeah. Are You With Me was his first single.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, and then the follow-up, Reality, was also yeah. massive.
1: Hundreds uh, of millions yeah. of streams on yeah. Spotify.
2: I think he did over a billion streams. A yeah. Which is like only from Spotify five million euros in revenue. Yeah. Um, uh, he also signed to Cloud9, the Armada's daughter company, yeah. which is a publishing company. So he generated fuckloads of money there. Um uh, so I AR three singles, which generated combined over a billion streams. Yeah. Uh then the bearded man was. Having a serious exam chill at every week, thanks, yeah. Ben Harvey. Uh, and you know, like the money was just crazy like yeah. crazy. You've seen the office when we started there oh, yeah. working together, how crappy it was. Yeah. And then, after Are You With Me? There's a club, a gym, fucking radio studio, glass. everything yeah. you know. Yeah, they took over the whole building, it went from one floor to three floors. Yeah. Um, yeah, just crazy. And, and, um, you know, then one of the owners came up to me once on a Christmas drinks and he had a few drinks in him and he said, Oh, thank you so much. And he isn't that involved in the company, so he wasn't aware what I was being paid or whatever. Right. Um, as he's just a majority shareholder. And sure. and he said, oh, Maren, thank you so much for are you with me. Uh yeah, my share of it just bought me this fucking boat. On, on Ibiza, and I I looked up how much the boat is, and it is a starting price of a million. Okay. <laughs> uh, and I was like, "Well, I'm earning what uh, thirty grand a year, <laughs>
1: right? Which is like at the top of salaries." <laughs> for yeah. I mean, we won't go into too I, much detail. Don't get but me
2: wrong. That's, yeah. At my age, it, yeah, it's not but bad, it's, no, but it's, it's, it's horrible.
1: Yeah. I think it, my opinion is that it's horrible. I think that's yeah. Unjust. Yeah, I think it's... I, I think it's really but to your point, that's what happens when you are working for somebody else who's profiting off of your work. In yeah, some sense. I mean, but
2: it could be fair. You know, yeah. you see these major label uh, uh, A&Rs that are earning a lot of money because yeah. they, you know, like... Uh, you know, I know it's like a football club. You know, you can't expect the best to have the best players unless you pay the best salaries, you know? It's yeah. not like there's a reason Messi is the most paid player on earth for Barcelona. It's because they obviously yeah. want to keep him, you know? Yeah. He's, he's obviously returning the profit for them. And yeah. I felt like uh, I was doing far more yeah. for Armada than, than uh, they were doing for yeah. me. And yeah. I knew if I did it once, and i did it more than once for Mm -hmm. a i could do it again like even independently you know and i did it again independently Mm -hmm. without uh uh, without a big corporate company behind me backing me or any fight i left with zero money in my bank account yeah um
1: so like and for a bit of context so morwin and i we worked together we started i guess at about the same time yeah i started um, a
2: bit before
1: a little bit before yeah yeah. And back then, he had the idea for this sub-label called The Bearded Man that we did yeah. t- together. <laughs> we yeah. came up with this crazy story about a, a mythical yeah. bearded man, and then we yeah. talked <laughs> about the adventures and all of these label, uh, all of these tracks were released on the Bearded Man. So that's sort of yeah. a really fun story that we had. And yeah. uh, of yeah. course, just like so many things in these types of situations, nobody believed in the potential of this thing at all. Nobody thought that the bearded man would be a success. Nobody thought that the type of music would work. So we were just basically pitching this to a room full of people who didn't care. And then, yeah. And and it was a bit treated (laughs)
2: like, yeah, and it was a bit treated like, yeah, whatever, you know, let this guy try his thing. We're paying him like 300 euros a month. Who gives a fuck? You know, let him try his shit. If it doesn't work, he's out, you know, we're not losing anything, but Mm -hmm. it, it became the most successful thing Armada has ever done. Yep. You know, when we number one in the UK, Armada had never achieved that. Yep. Uh, and still to this date, uh, uh, there is no UK number one. And for the record, I mean, UK number one is very respected. Yeah. And it's it's really tough. Like the last big record that I had was number 10. Yeah. Uh, and that's already like wow that's crazy achievement yeah. you know yeah um so yeah
1: so okay so let's like switch gears so that's i mean yeah you, you you have an incredible track record of picking great songs um so you you work for atlantic and then you go to working for yourself you have your own company you have the boyfriend yeah beach. i
2: was already working for myself when i started atlantic because i started management for some okay.
1: people right
2: uh, and i still work with those people I still Mm -hmm. work with with Mova and I still work with Dom yeah you know almost five years down the line so
1: yeah Um, incredible so yeah so maybe for those who don't know like how obviously the music industry has changed a, a lot in the last many years with streaming and all of these things so what are the sources of revenue how is money made how can an independent person make money just what are the different streams and what percentage do they make up of the total pie, in your opinion?
2: Uh, I would really say the you have you have a couple of ways, you know, that that lead you to to, you know, if you look at a techno artist, they they don't they don't earn a lot from their music, mm-hmm. but on the other hand, they earn really good money from the shows. Not now, obviously, um, uh, but yeah, I would say like. You know, if you manage to find a way to release independently, uh, you can earn a quite decent living of that. It's hard to get radio play and all that as an independent. It is hard because you need a team for that that's constantly, you know, on the case. And, but, you know, like there are artists that do it, um, but it's still, you know, if you look through the hit, hit, uh, playlists and shit. Like you only see major labels usually. Yeah. Few independents here and there, but yeah. like ninety percent is Sony, Universal, yeah. M Warner. Um. Uh. So you know the most money is obviously in commercial music, pop music. Yeah. Um. But pop music done well. Like you can't just go as a starting artist and say I'm gonna do pop. It's really hard to get into that area of music mm-hmm. you know dance is a bit easier because it's you have a niche in 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 dance but you don't have a niche in pop it's either pop or it's not mm-hmm. uh, whereas in dance you can still make a really good living uh without any hits you know like there's enough examples of big djs that never really had a hit mm-hmm. and are doing really well for themselves yeah um, so how to make money I would say like really find big opportunities mm-hmm. like don't just uh, don't just write down your goals and go after them if you want to collab with a big DJ go for that put your focus on that but don't 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 just sit around and release a couple of records because it's it it, it doesn't work this way anymore in mm-hmm. this day and age people are really quick you see it now with the whole TikTok hype you know a yep. song becomes a trend and a month later, another song is a trend again. Yeah. Um, so I would really say like, you can be, be lucky. You can be, you can drop your first single and it becomes a hit. It happened to Lost Frequencies, yeah. but it's hard. You know, you shouldn't even calculate. It's like going to a lottery uh, uh, yeah. ticket seller and thinking that the first one that you buy, it's going to win the jackpot, you know, yeah. it's, it's hard. Uh, it's hard to break music. Spotify is not pushing new artists yeah. anymore, like when they were three years ago, four mm-hmm. years ago. You know, my, my time with the bearded man, I almost only released uh, smaller artists, and yeah. they got a lot of uh, push from Spotify. It doesn't happen yeah. anymore. Um, so it's hard. It's it's hard, so, and I would say really. Do you focus. still? Are
1: you still banking on? I mean streams is that still is that the money generator is just streams or is it other sources um,
2: publish, so my main income is from royalties so okay. streams sales radio uh, mm-hmm. neighboring rights mm-hmm. uh, publishing like that's where a lot of my income is at the moment and mm-hmm. uh, that's why i'm not personally suffering from the whole COVID situation.
1: is literally because people keep streaming music. Uh, you've got what they call that mailbox money. So it just shows that, you know, yeah. even if the world shut down, you'd still have a backlog of royalties from whatever happened the last year, the last several months, Yeah,
2: the last two years, the, the money yeah. that I have right now is from the work I did two years ago. Yeah. That makes from sense. the releases that, that happened in 2018. Yeah. Um, so you're, yeah, I mean,
1: your company, how many people are, how many people are in the company now?
2: So we have, um, two lawyers, yep. uh, obviously
1: on a full time or are they on retainer? Do you no, just pay on,
2: on, a, on a retainer, but okay. it's not cheap. Sure. You know, I might as well have them full time, right. okay. but, but it's not cheap. But one advice I would give any artist, have a good lawyer because mm. You know, the reason that I make a good living for myself is because we've done really smart deals. Mm. Uh, you know, you could have a hit record and be broke. You see it so many times. Mm. I think it happened to... Um, fuck, what is the artist called? They were massive, multiple number ones in, in America. The, this girl called T-Bose was in the group. I have got their name. Um,
1: what time period? But
2: you... You can have nineties. You can oh. have uh um you can have a massive hit, you know, and TLC Tl- TLC oh T Buzz T
1: Boss T Boss, yeah, TLC. Uh, massive, yeah. Massive, yeah, huge
2: massive hits, massive, massive, massive
1: So some of my favorite records, waterfall.
2: Yeah, they didn't make a penny. Not a penny. You no, know, so Damn. so like and that's, that's the horrible. thing, like even on, on non hits you can yeah. still make a good amount of money if you do a smart deal sure one, thousand, one million spotify streams is about five grand
1: one million but no that's that's worth repeating one million spotify streams is about five grand
2: five grand if so, you release it solo and,
1: and and is that five grand split amongst or five grand in total to well, be divided say if amongst say all if rivals.
2: you well, let's say if you made a record and you're the sole artist on it and yeah. you don't use a label, you yeah. just deliver it to Spotify, a million streams is five grand.
1: Okay, so five grand. And now, but if you've got a publisher, if you've got other people involved, you're so a Publisher off. is
2: separate. Okay. A publisher is separate.
1: But you're, you might be splitting off 20% here, 20% there. Yeah,
2: you might split, but you know, you can do a good deal for yourself. Maybe keep mm-hmm. 50% of the royalties, okay. uh, you know don't do a music video because even if a label pays for your music video, they're not
1: really paying for it. You are, it's just coming off the back end of your Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. Like it's still coming out of your pocket. Yeah. Like there's no change in that.
1: And, um, so basically, well, like what you're saying, I mean, so for context, for people listening, 1 million streams is realistically not going to be a living for many artists. And you know, when all is said and done, yeah,
2: but let's say so if you do Yeah, but let's say if you are independent and you release uh, a single a month and you do a million streams a month, yeah. You know, even if you have to cut by, you know, like let's say you do 2 million streams a month, 10 grand, and even if half of that goes to other participants, you mm-hmm. still have 5 grand a month, which is a lot of money, you know, yeah. it's a really good salary yeah. and you still own the catalog. Keep in mind if you own catalog, yeah. you can sell it later on. Uh, you can always sell your, your rights, you know, and that's why you always need to do a deal with the label. And I'm, I'm saying this because I don't care, but a lot of labels won't tell you, do a license deal. Make sure you get your rights back. Uh, yeah. You know, you can always, the, 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 you know, all the labels will always kind of agree to 15 years. Mm-hmm. You know, you can push it and try and go for eight years, but 15 years, they always go for that, you know, and then you keep your master. Um, and that's something you can sell later on. And and that's the way you can do smart deals. But I'll, back, by the way, to how many people are in the company? Uh, two lawyers on retainer. Yeah. Uh, a designer on retainer for mm. the label stuff. Yep. Uh, then on the Sony side, we have a team of about six people working on the label. Okay. And then I have one person full-time that uh, I have in my company, okay. which is like a kind of coordinating position between mm. the label and us and also on the management side.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: because we only manage three artists.
1: Three, yeah, that's what I was gonna ask you. So, is that do you want to stay small? Is three? Is there a sweet spot, or are you just trying to grow as much as possible? Like, what's I would
2: say, you know, I've learned a lot on management. Like, mm-hmm. that was a real dive in the deep end. At one point, I was managing like ten people, but mm-hmm. it doesn't work that way. Like, you know, like uh, I'm earning more money now than I was when I was managing 10 people, funnily enough. Mm-hmm. And that's because I'm really focused on the people I have right now. Right. You know, we get really good opportunities because I have the time to find and to work on it. And I would say like, you know, if we grow, uh, we can, but yeah. it's only as long as we can keep the focus. You know, if yeah. we can hire three more people, we also have the, the, the weight to mm-hmm. manage more people but mm-hmm. to do 10 artists with two people it's it's not possible you know you can't focus at all on your yeah. artists um so now there's a lot of focus you know it's really it's really great yeah. speak to them every day yeah. and you know you can't do that if you if you manage ten people so yeah, yeah it's it's and we do a release a week on the label
1: so you're obviously, you're working 100% remotely. You can work anywhere yeah. you want in the world, right?
2: Yeah, you exactly. You need
1: your computer, you need a phone, you have your team. Um, do you, is there a dream? Is there something, like, what is your goal at this moment in time? Or have you achieved your goal?
2: Um, to be honest, I, you know, obviously, I want to keep going with my company and, you know, especially just make enough money to retire one day you know i don't want to be working till i'm 80 but uh um yeah my goal mainly like you know i just turned a dad nine months ago i just want to be happy have a good life with my family you know i'm i used to always want to be like yeah i want to have 10, 10 billion euros of my bank um, but right. uh, now now that's really shifted like i want to obviously financial freedom would be nice sure. but it's you know i just want to have fun you definitely know?
1: <laughs> i completely agree yeah i mean everything changes when you have a kid it's it's yeah true isn't it i mean <laughs> yeah my dreams certainly changed dramatically what i thought success was change changed dramatically oh yeah it's
2: porn. It's crazy. It it changes instantly. Yeah. You are directly aware right. of, uh, of what is really important. And, yeah. you know, obviously I work hard, but it's funny, you know, as soon as it's not your goal anymore. Yeah. I've, yeah, it's not money. Isn't my goal anymore. And I've right. had the best financial year of my yeah. life.
1: It's really weird, you know, and, That's fantastic. um, yeah, but I think that you've, you know, you've always stayed true to yourself. I mean, you know, you, I, in my opinion, you have a real success story because of all of those things, which to me is what matters. You know, yeah. it's not about the amount of money. It's about the lifestyle. It's about having integrity. It's about doing it in the right way. Which That I think is what is done. really
2: important for me. Like integrity. Like yeah. I would challenge someone to find someone that can genuinely say that I fucked them over. Right. Uh, and deliver proof, you know, like of that, like show a contract whereby someone is getting no money or what. Right. Like I've, I've, I don't want success if it's on someone, someone's back. You know, I don't yeah. want that. I, w- you know, there's no better feeling than, uh, you know, mm-hmm. going to the store, buying something you like, and knowing that that's genuine. You know, I yeah. can't imagine me going to a store, buying something ridiculously expensive and knowing right. that, uh, you know, someone else, you know, might not be, be able screwed. to pay rent at the end of the
1: That, month, that some you know. intern there is, bar- is getting 300 euros <laughs> <laughs> a month and you're getting a million dollar boat. <laughs> <Not>
2: exactly.
1: exactly. <laughs> you wouldn't feel good about that. <laughs> no, I would hate it. I would
2: hate uh, it. Uh, wouldn't would make me feel proud,
1: you That's know. It's called having I a conscience. Think,
2: yeah. Yeah. And I also think being a good CEO and leader right is uh, is also making sure that your team is doing well right um so yeah for me i you know i just want to have fun i want to work with integrity be honest and you know if someone doesn't like it then yeah whatever you know like and and yeah i've burned down some bridges with that definitely but Mm -hmm. i believe in the long run not in the quick sprint yeah um So yeah, I'm, I'm just doing my thing, you know, focused on positivity and,
1: um, yeah. Cool. So what, what advice do you have? I mean, anybody who might be considering going down this path, knowing what you know now, what advice do you have to somebody who is wondering if they can make a career in music at all, not necessarily as an artist, but let's say doing what you're doing, like as a manager, what, what advice do you have as a starting point? Um, try and learn your deals. It's really
2: funny. I had this conversation with Gia the other day, my fiance, Mm -hmm. Uh, like we, we are both in music. And I said, what advice would you give yourself? You know, when you started and, and I told her my advice to myself would have been like, really study the deals, which I did. Luckily Um, that, that allowed me to leave after three years because I felt like I knew enough Mm. to at least make a living mm-hmm. uh, to make it uh, valuable mm-hmm. um, um, and learn your deals. Yeah. Really dig in. Like don't, don't be this uh, A&R wannabe kind of guy. Like trust me, you, like even as a bad A&R, you can earn more money than a really good A&R just because you might do better deals for yourself as okay. well you know, keep in mind that, that music, music industry, like you might not be relevant anymore in 10 years time. So really know that, uh, to know when, when the time is right and and try and profit from that Mm -hmm. and don't give up. Mm -hmm. This industry is really toxic, uh, but try and focus on the positivity, not Mm -hmm. on the negative. It's very easy to lose yourself in negativity. Um, I've made that mistake. Um, but I don't anymore now. And, and it, nice. it's much better. And um, don't get caught up in yes. drinking <laughs> <and> drugs. <laughs>
1: yeah,
2: It's very easy in this yep. industry. Um, and fight for what you think is right. Mm. Um, you know, and nothing is impossible. Like, mm. and fight for what you believe in. Because uh, honestly, if I didn't fight on in what I believe, then I would have had... 100, 100th of the success I have now, wow like genuinely like yeah. the the amount of no's i've had to mm-hmm. hear or and still yeah still like people you know like you say that uh, uh, you know i'm i'm a successful a n r and all that like i I still have to on a daily basis convince people mm-hmm. uh, you know and hear no's and mm-hmm. Yeah, like it's funny. It happened to it happened to a record right now, and it's now on hold with a really big artists. And mm. and it looks like it's definitely coming out. Mm. Um, it just depends on which label. There's a bidding war oh, wow. for the record okay. at the moment. So, but that record was made five years ago. Wow, I've I've heard five years of no's. <laughs> wow, incredible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so That's don't crazy. give up. Like it's like even the biggest AR can reject your song yeah. doesn't mean it's right because no one fucking knows in the end until right. it's out. Uh, no no one knows.
1: Makes sense. Well, is there um although the last thing we'll go over is is there anything that you want to promote right now? Is there anything um where can people follow you, your work, your artists? Check my mixtape. <laughs> no, no mixtape. Uh, <laughs>
2: Um, You can follow me on Instagram, but it's all, you know, lovely, lovely pictures of my family and me, but, Uh and I sometimes post some work related stuff, but yeah, yeah, you can hit me up with questions there for sure. I will definitely answer them if you need advice. Um, What do I want to promote? I don't really have anything to promote really like, yeah, like, oh, I'm, you know what I'm going to promote? Donate to black Lives Matter Nice that's a good one i don't I don't need any more stuff you know I'm living yeah. a good life <laughs> you know Sweet. do something good for someone buy someone food that's what I want to shout out it's yeah. get help someone you know um, that's in need that that's it uh, and yeah if you have questions you can follow me you don't need to follow me you can DM me in
1: Instagram. <laughs> yeah okay.
2: Yeah, you don't need to follow so me. So that's <laughs>
1: to Now Boy from the Beach, soon to be rebranded. But at the moment, Boy from yeah. the Beach. Killing the game. young. Thanks young for luck. having
2: me, Ross. And, <laughs> and thanks for all the compliments. Like, yeah, I'm man. here in bed, like... You know, oh, you, you know, I, I deeply respect
1: you. I've always respected you a lot, so it's and uh, I
2: respect you a lot. Like so you were definitely uh, a big part of the success. I still hear it sometimes where people are like yo those bearded men stories, and I'm always <laughs> like, those that wasn't me. That was uh, that was Ross.
1: <laughs> that's fun, man. Well, no, we had it was we had a blast. Yeah, it was it was good. Yeah. That we understood each other, you know. And I think in a environment of a lot of weird people that I didn't understand. a lot of what they were doing or why they were doing it i understood this guy (laughs) like you made that says something that that says something yeah
2: oh and that's the last advice i would say have have fun like do do it like you're gonna have much more success with the stuff you you have fun with and believe in um don't give up that honestly that's the biggest of them all don't give up don't let someone get you down when you hear, like when you hear no, be, just be prepared. You're going to hear no every day.
1: Sounds good. Probably Great still advice.
2: when you're on a senior position. Yeah. You're st- probably if you're the CEO of, of universal,
1: you still hear no. <laughs> all the time. Yeah. Yeah. You're only as good as your last billion. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, cool man well thank you so much for this Uh, let's hope that the uh the footage turns out let's hope that there's audio otherwise Otherwise,
2: we do it again